All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, on this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, there is virtually nothing going on in the NBA world. So we discuss new rule changes at the NCAA. We talk about gambling in NBA basketball. And Drew and I spend an abnormal amount of time talking about our favorite basketball movies. It's the Follow Through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the follow through with Clips and Drew, the true players podcast. Yep. This is episode 43. Yeah. We're getting up there in these numbers, Drew. 43 people. I honestly have no idea what or who was 43. You don't you don't have one? You don't can you think when you rack your brain? Not off the top of my head. No. Um no, not off the top of I mean, is there somebody I should know? All right. So give me how about a guess on one? Why don't we play a little game here? You want to guess? Well, give me give me somebody that Okay. Someone that you have definitely seen play. Oh. That narrows it down. This guy was married to one of the Kardashians already. Chris Humphreys. There you go. There's okay. one. Humphreys is one. This guy. Boy, did he fucking blow it too, huh? He got paid, man. <laughs> he got paid. Like he, he also made a lot of money in the NBA. Like, and boy, did she did she step he's doing up fine. too? She, yeah, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> and then one one guy recently sat on the end of the bench for the Cavs. End of the bench for the Cavs. This last season, only wore a suit. Uh, talking oh, trash. Uh, Kendrick Perkins. That's right. Okay, so that's two. All right, I like this game. Uh, this guy played on the Lakers, and then he bounced around the league a little bit. He was like a stretch four, white or black, black. But he was like light, kind of light skinned. He's black. a light skinned black guy. Shooter, shooter. Like uh, poor man's Robert Ory. Poor man's Robert Ory. Uh, Brian Cook. Yes. Okay. This is good. Yeah. I like this. Dude, Cookie. You need to come up with a game like that's this. my guy. Uh, Ooh, I like this game. Now the next, these next ones are not super easy. Okay. Um, I'll give you. I think you can probably guess the two more out of the rest that I have. Okay. This guy is on Toronto. He's a young cat, and he guarded LeBron James for for a little bit of the Toronto. Van Fleet. Never skeet Van no, Fleet. No, no, no. That's nope. not him. Oh, is it the 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 stretch? The yeah. I, I can't pronounce his name. It's not. Sim? 
Yep. Me, Siam. Uh, what's his first? Fuck! Name? What's his name? What's, what's his first name? Oh, I can't get it. Pascal. Pascal Siakam. Siakam. There okay, you go. Was, okay, I could get half a point for and that. And then the last one, I think this one surprised me, but I don't know how how well you'll get this one. This is old school uh, NBA player from the '70s era. Okay. Former Laker, which is probably like where he's most well known as. Okay. His son is currently in the NBA. Former Laker, his son is currently in the NBA. Yes. And uh, he played, uh, what else can I say about this? His son went to Washington State. Son went to Washington State. Clay Thompson. Oh, no. What's his dad's name? Michael Thompson. There you go. Boom. Uh, Okay. And then, I mean, the rest of them are, they're going to be really hard for you to get. Okay. So so that's not a bad game. Um, Yeah. That's not a bad game. I did pretty well. So the other ones. We uh, should play like that uh, pyramid game. That's what I meant. That, That would be a good one. Would. I was good at giving descriptions. I think I'm good at giving hints without saying okay. a word. So, wait. I, I don't like any of these guys mm. to be... There's more. Oh, go. Uh, Anthony Tolliver, currently in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Always wore number 33. Or 43, rather. Uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo's younger brother, or older brother, Thonis. I can't tell if he's older or younger. Wore number 43. The one that's on the Mavericks right now? No. Oh, okay. He's, he's He must have been earlier. Okay. And then the last... But not least, and I kind of, I kind of want to nominate this guy for, for number forty three, Jack Sigma. Sigma, Goldilocks. Hey, dude. Okay. If you look at all of those players that we mentioned, he's the only one that was like a five time, six time All Star. Michael Thompson won a championship though, didn't he? Michael won rookie of the year. One and 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 I think he was like he first was the number team, one pick. He was first team All Rookie, but he was. I don't think he was ever an All Star. Okay. So I. Sigma had a better career. Hey, it's your call. Dude. I'm gonna. I, I like the Jack Sigma. I wish we had a nickname for him. Did he have a nickname or no? Goldilocks. Goldilocks. Was, that was literally his nickname. All right. Well, then I guess that's what it is. And that actually <laughs> sums up. That sums up um, the criteria for our show too, Drew. Um, yeah, that's it, guys. That's we, the podcast. <laughs> tune in next week. Um, we're actually we're struggling uh, to figure out what to talk about today. Drew just came into the crib. Yep. Um, a few minutes ago. It's the dog days of August. We were watching the jump on ESPN and they were just talking about... They were talking about shit that guy, happened last week. And they were talking about... A, like The the story was a kid designed every NBA logo with sriracha in a tortilla. Yeah. He did 30, <laughs> he did 30 tortillas with the NBA team's logos yeah. on. Like, that's what the fuck people are talking about. There is nothing going on, guys. We literally are only doing this show... To, because we're contractually obligated. We are contractually obligated by to you. To, to, you, to, bring you, to you, our listeners. <laughs> so this is the Jack Sigma show. Actually, um, we had a decent week, though, Drew. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we went to the biggest party of the... In Fiesta. The, Fiesta in San Clemente. Fiesta happened on Sunday. If you don't know what that is, it is the end of summer party in San Clemente, where they, right, right on my street over here, there's about 30,000 people that just get drunk and listen to music and... Yeah, I they made, shut down. They shut down the block. They set up all the all the tents, all the food, all the beer. I made my world famous French toast in the morning for everybody. Yep. Yeah, that was. And good. then I had my Dr Pepper ribs cooking all day in the evening. That was also delicious. And then after about six o'clock, I don't remember much. Yeah, I remember my friends leaving. I think I was passed out. Did I pass out? Yeah, you were on the verge. I was on the verge. Oh, you were on okay. the verge. We got, I remember yeah. you guys leaving, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh there was a bag of some girl's clothes here. Yeah, some someone girl left someone left stuff behind. It was that's kind of what fiesta is, mm-hmm. you know? A bunch of drunk people wandering around the streets of San Clemente. But we had a good time. Everyone was good. I didn't see any fights. 
No fights. I saw an almost fight. Who? Between um, the guy who was handing out the the drink bracelets, mm-hmm. like, you know, to identify that you're over 21. Mm-hmm. Some old man just, like, came up and took one from him. <laughs> and the dude was like, respect me. <laughs> he said the ticket master? The, the, the ticket master guy the said? The bracelet me? holder. Uh-huh. Walks up to this man and you said, "You treat I'm a man. You treat me like a man. You respect me. You ask me for one of these. You don't come up and just take one of these." And then they got into each other's faces for a little bit, but everyone just calmed it down. No one wants to get arrested on a beautiful Sunday. No. Uh, I, you know what? I guess the 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 part of Fiesta that that I struggle with and why I'm not super hyped on it every year is because it is outside, and it was like 85 degrees. I don't. I mean, I it, it humid though. Our boy John, humidity. Our boy John, this is funny. Who was completely douched out? Was he not the douchiest we've ever seen him? He Mi- was Minnie Mouse cut off tea. Yeah, Minnie Mouse cut off tea. Neon, neon, neon. Minnie Mouse cut off tea. Chains. He had chains on and bracelets and bracelets. Um, flannel, flannel. The guy, uh, but around the waist, around the waist flannel. Around John. the waist flannel, ripped jeans, of ripped course. jeans, and some dope Nikes though. He, he always he always has a fresh pair of Nike. His game's real nice. Always fresh pair of Nike. But we walked right into the bar down at Beach Fire yeah. and with within within 2 minutes oh, yeah. he looked like a cooked turkey yeah. dude sweating his ass off and the funny part was Yeah. when we got in there his dad was there who we've never met. We've just heard stories about him. And I knew it was his dad because he was sweating through his shirt too and I'm like yeah. you guys had to The apple doesn't sweat far from the tree. <laughs> That's what they say. Hey, all right. So it's episode 43, guys. What we're basically saying is there isn't much to talk about. We have a couple topics we want to talk about, and then we're going to get into um, the greatest basketball movie of all time. Uh, which is a decent debate. There's, it's going to be a good debate. About. I mean, we have you have posters all up in, in this room. Drew, first of all, that are, let everybody know that these aren't posters. These are original movie posters. These are paid top dollar, okay? Top dollar for these. So original I'm sorry, movie. as opposed to calling them posters, you want me to call them replicas? These are original movie posters, not the replicas, not, posters, stuff, not the reprints. Original movie posters. Thank you. Thank you. So he's got a bunch of posters in this room. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Up. And uh, and they're all of NBA or, or, or you know really famous basketball. Well, movies, my so. five favorite movies of all time, but one of these is my favorite. Okay. And we're going to debate that. Yeah, and that's I think coming up. It, it, it's coming up, but we have a couple new. Rules that are happening, Drew, that we wanted oh, to discuss. Well, so yeah, as as we've stated already, this is just this is slowdown time. These are the worst weeks, as far as the NBA is concerned. Literally nothing happened. Carmelo Anthony finally signed with the Rockets, which we all knew was happening. Outside of that, the NCAA, which is I think you were, what you're referring to, the NCAA released just a, a a random rule changes for. Now and for the future, because none of these rules actually come into play unless the NBA does certain things about their stance with uh, being being able to be drafted right out of high school. So from what I understand, the biggest rule change was that they will allow high school graduates and I think already like college players. If you're playing right now to have a relationship and build a relationship with agents without being drafted to the NBA. Now, the stipulations that I saw, and again, this seems like a really rough draft kind of a thing. It came out of left field too, though. It was out of nowhere. Right. And uh, the the stipulations that I saw was that on some level, you had to qualify yourself through either USA Basketball or the NBA as an elite level basketball prospect. In order for you to go out and sign with an agent, which 
is weird. Okay. Yeah, like who makes that fucking decision? Right. And then why why only them? Like I don't know, man. I, we've seen careers that have blossomed over the years of of college, which again, I guess is happening less and less because these kids are only spending one year anyway. But the fact that if you're if you're top 50, most talented players are the ones that get to sign with an agent. Imagine being number 51. Right. And why aren't you given that? Right. And 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 exactly what you said. Whose mind makes up whether or not you're fifty or fifty-one, and how is that fair in any yeah. form or fashion? And 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 then like what the like then what? And then what agent do you get to get? <laughs> and then what if somebody who's right. not an elite in one of these elite fifty? What if they get an agent? Does that mean that they lose their eligibility? Are they not allowed to play in college now? Because they're doing what other people are doing? It, it just makes no sense to me. Yeah. And it has to be beneficial to either the NCAA or to the NBA. They're not doing this for the fucking players. This is, in my opinion, this is the NCAA doing this like here. Here, like everyone's been talking about this one and done rule. People hate it. Most mm-hmm. people hate it. Uh, the NBA doesn't seem to like it. Obviously, the college game has been like dramatically affected by it. So I think the NCAA is just going to the NBA and going, here, you take this now. We're Our hands are clean. We're saying, look, once you guys make up your decision, we're pretty much going whichever way you want. But it's essentially teeing up the NBA for allowing players to go straight to the NBA from high school, which is something we all want at this point. I mean, you're seeing kids like Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett that are dunking from the free throw line. That came out yesterday. That was insane. And they're... It's 18 years old right now, and you can't tell me that Zion isn't built and ready to be in the NBA. You can't tell me that one year is going to make that much difference for him and his body and and his uh, athleticism and, and all of that stuff. The whole idea of going to college for one year, I think, made it, makes a lot of sense for the mental development of an athlete because you're leaving the sanctuary of home. It is like a miniature step up. So you get like kind of a transitionary period because you're not going straight from a 35 game high school season to an 82 game NBA season. So you get that 40 game college season under your belt. You're traveling like an NBA, a little bit more like a NBA player. Yeah, you know, especially if you're in the top programs or you're moving all over the country to start the season and then you're playing all up and down the United States. So I understand mentally and emotionally why going to college for one year makes sense. But when it comes down to it, these boys, if they think they're ready, they're going to go. Just let them go. And then we have this JBA thing that is just, it's just a joke. The championship, dude. You didn't watch the championship game? I uh, No, I didn't. Mellow drop or, or uh, Jello drop 54 and one MVP? What a surprise. One of the ball brothers, one of the ball boys was uh, MVP, huh? And their team won it all. Weird. What a shocker. <laughs> hey, that was, that was seriously a bust, though. That I don't think that did anything this year. I that, think they're going to bring it back, man. Which is crazy. I, yeah, because I think now what happens... Is they're going to go on their overseas tour because Lamelo and Jello have to play. They can't not play for this whole time. This this season is over. You know, Mello would be starting Chino Hills senior, today, senior year at sixteen. Yeah, he is fucking sixteen years old, dude, and he's getting a lot of life experience. Let's be real with that. He's playing. I mean, he's getting it, and he's looking good. I I, I like the direction he's going. Yeah. Um. But back to what you were saying about the NCAA. I think I think that's just going to ruin a lot of things, dude. I think it's going to make things way more confusing. Yeah. Um, I think it's just going to have these agents around these players even more. Now they're going to be now if they're these fifty players, right? Mm-hmm. And there's ten thousand agents out there. Is it free for all? Can these ten thousand agents start contacting them and sending At them 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, all that stuff? 
No, but if you can't start, you can't start contacting them unless you're top fifty. You can't athlete. sign them, but what's to right. stop you from sending birthday cards right. to the most talented eleven year old? Right. I just, I think it's just going to saturate and make things way worse. Like it's, 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 it's hard enough for kids like Zion and RJ, like yeah. you're talking about. They're going to be under the so much watch this year. So many eyes are going to be watching yeah. them, and they look like they handled. They're handling themselves pretty well yeah. right now when it's all fun and. Funny so games. I think the like the infrastructure thing isn't going to be that big of a deal, right? Because NBA teams have been scouting high school for decades now. And especially in the last 10 years, they should be scouting high school players all the time because it is only one year till the elite ones go to the NBA. So they need to be ready for them, right? Mm-hmm. So I think they're ju- you're just going to see if this is actually how they roll it out. You're just going to see more and more scouts showing up to high school games and AAU games, which already happens. Anyways. It it really just to me it comes down to the whole the whole idea of being fair. <laughs> if you're if you give fifty, a hundred, whatever the number is, three hundred athletes access, that three hundred and first or that hundred and first kid that isn't making the cut, it just to me it just doesn't make any sense how they can possibly regulate yeah, that. But okay, so what is the help of being able to have an agent in college though, in instead of Right when you know when you say I'm declaring myself for the NBA, right. like what is the benefit? Right? Can they go out and sign endorsement deals? Can they? No. Yeah. So how's the agent making money too? The they, agent, the agent is presumptive, like that you're gonna when you do eventually make the the jump that he's your guy, right? So he's yeah, but in most there, most of the he's time, in there feeling out like what the teams are thinking. But, but Drew, most of the time these agents front the cheese for them to be to fly to these NBA workouts when they get out right. and stuff. So are they going to be able to front cheese to these guys while they're in college? Or is that still a rule? Like they're not going to be able to make any money. They can't get any gifts from these guys. You can't, as an agent, I mean, can you still not take them to dinner? You can't pay for I think I would imagine that the rules of the of, of like you can't pay this kid mm-hmm. are clearly going to try. How can they be different than that? Because then then if, if, if you have to be in the top 100 to get an agent and the top 100 that get an agent can get paid by the agent, then you're then the system's fucked. Right. Then then it's just why are we even having college athletics anymore? Right. Uh, so it can't. I would imagine that they, you can't enforce. You have to enforce a policy of of still no payment. But obviously, there's workarounds. Like you're saying, like how does how does a 18 year old kid who you know doesn't have a dollar to his name going to make it to Miami to go? See, get into the draft combine or and wherever wherever they have the combine. Let's not forget this too, Drew. These guys got to be in fucking school. They're in class, so now this is they're going to have to deal with this side of it too, right? You know, you're going to have fifty Zion and RJ are going to have two, three, four hundred if that's not even happening already, all over these kids. So all of this, from what I read, is is only really going to start taking effect once the NBA identifies and approves everything they're talking about because it is a partnership, right? So. The, the NBA itself has to agree in some form or fashion to start taking on a larger role in, in determining what, what the best way to move forward with this is. Meaning like, are they going to still enforce the one and done rule? And then they have this play where Ooh. certain agent or certain kids can get agents as their freshmen in, in college, or are they just going to do the whole run it back to high school you can draft out of high we school. We need to rule. get some more information on this, dude. And it's we need just to- that's the whole thing is that it, it it seems like the announcement blindsided everyone including the partners that the NCAA is supposed to be having like the NBA and, and the players union and everything like and USA basketball. So like I just think that this is like a really weird timing and a very unfinished. So 
with that being said, I don't really need to talk that much more about it. Cause I think we, I'm over it. Yeah. That, so either way, I think we're on the same page. Let the kids go out of high school. We've been saying that all the time. And the agent thing, just throw it out the window. If the kids go to college, just treat it like fucking college. Right. You're, I, I think you're right. There's no benefit. It just adds one more thing to these players' lists uh, that a 19-year-old shouldn't have to do deal with. Do you think these guys even care about school? Like, do you no, think it's they... been clear. Right. They, they, they go to school for one semester so that they're academically eligible to play <laughs> in the second <clears throat> semester. Once January comes around, these kids aren't going to school. The ones that know that they're leaving after right. one year, they're not fucking going to school. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. No. They're chilling at the fucking at the dorm. They're they're going and practicing. I, I think they're not even staying in the dorm. A lot of these guys. Well, are if I mean, if they dorm. have it like that, then right. maybe they they stay wherever they want. But I would imagine that you know most big programs have like a basketball dorm or house or right. some somewhere on campus. It's going to be an interesting in. year for college basketball. Anyways, I'm looking very I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to. Um, but unfortunately, this is an NBA podcast. So and, uh, and yeah, and there's really nothing going on. Again, once again, we are it, it's hot as shit Super in hot. San Clemente. There was one more thing that came out this week was um, the over-unders on some of these teams, yep. um, which I found kind of interesting. Yep. Because I don't think – I think they had uh, Golden State at 63 and a half. 62 and a half for 62 Golden State. 62 and a half. So the over-under, for those that aren't understanding what we're saying, mm-hmm. over-under is essentially, uh, in this instance, is how many wins a team would get for this season. So right now uh, – the over-under is you can bet that the Golden State Warriors will either get 62 wins or less during the season or 63 wins or more, and you can bet on where they end up finishing. So if the Warriors, if you bet over and the Warriors finish with 65 wins, you win the, you win the bet. And every team has an over-under, as you would expect. What were the Lakers at? The Warriors, first of all, yeah, the Warriors were 62 and a half. And then uh, the next best team is the Boston Celtics, right? So that's the one and two right now. For the, for the best records in the NBA. They have Boston Celtics at 57 and a half. Then down the list, you have the Sixers and the Raptors and the Rockets all at 54 and a half wins. That sounds about right, though. Yep. So they're kind of creating a tier. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you only really have the Oklahoma City Thunder at 50 wins. Everyone else, including the Lakers, at 48 and a half wins. I think they're are over below that. 50. I think they're over that. Clippers are down there at what, 15? <laughs> Clippers over under is 35 and a half. And I honestly see them getting over that. Well, this doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't get matter. Playoff. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. See, so I guess the whole thing, like the worst team, according to this will be the Atlanta Hawks, which I don't think is not a surprise shocking. to anybody. 23 and a half wins. So, but if you look at this list in the Western conference, they only have golden state, Houston, Oklahoma city, Utah Jazz and the Lakers. So the Lakers right now, I think, are tied for fourth seed in the West by by virtue of the over under. But wasn't last season? Wasn't like they had like fifty four was the number to even get into the playoffs? But I think what you're going to see here is a lot of Western Conference teams beating each other right. because they're going to be really competitive. Right. This so, year. The, so more. So you have so a lot of teams games. losing within the conference. All right, that makes sense. And I think you know they're they're still going to beat up on the East Coast because there's they have not the much. Suns the Suns are at 28 and a half wins. Fuck, really? 28 and a half wins. Fourth fourth worst, I think, and then the Knicks. <laughs> but uh Those are the more those are the ones I'm more interested in. I'm interested in seeing the Knicks win more than that and the, yeah. the Suns win more than that. That's interesting to me. The Suns, I mean, they, like we're like we're just saying though, the Suns are in the Western Conference right now and that is a fucking that's a tough pill it to is. swallow. That is. Being the Suns, I mean, the Suns are going to have an exciting team. 
So regardless of, of how many wins they have, I think they're going to be competitive in every game, which is something you can't say about previous seasons. But the bigger picture of this is that, you know, I think for the first time ever, we're really looking at gambling all the time now. NBA is already completely behind the gambling laws and are. regulation. Of course they are. Um, I'm curious because you're not a big better. I'm curious if the legalization. No, 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 well, no. Let me get this out though, because you, you, you've, you've said that you're not a big gambler. I am not a big. I'm a big gambler in Vegas. When I go to right. Vegas, I, I will gamble. So outside of Vegas, which and I will bet. Yeah, but I never bet on or against the Clippers. You never That's, bet for or against the Clippers. Right. Okay. That's cool. But so outside of that, then mm-hmm. the question I was having for you was, do you think like if it becomes legal nationwide and it's on your phone or at the fucking liquor store or at the 7-Eleven or wherever. Do you think you'll be more likely to gamble? No. 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 I, because I, you're their target audience. You're an NBA fan mm-hmm. that occasionally makes bets, right? We make gentlemen's bets all the time. I, but I'm, I'm talking right. about actual money like that involves the NBA. So you're, you're like a target audience for them. Right. You're someone that they are trying to get to betting more by passing this law. So you don't think this would increase your likelihood to place a Yeah, I'd be interested. Yeah, like on let's just say on the NBA app and you're watching the fucking Washington Wizards mm-hmm. against the Miami Heat mm-hmm. and it's the fourth quarter and the line is at 7. I would do I'm going to be like fuck yeah, I'm taking Miami on this. I'd be I mean I'd be <clears throat> definitely Five bucks, interested. 10 bucks, 20 bucks at a time, you know. I'd I'd be more interested if they did this and this the NBA could take this if they want. Okay. But this I'd is be for more, you listen up Adam Silver. Li- listen up. I mean, I'd be more interested in like being able for us clips and drew to get a group together in whatever chat room or whatever and we have a full room of bets like this is our group which is what we're betting on tonight we could pick and choose like you know what i mean so, so you i mean go yeah, against like, your friends betting <clears throat> DraftKings and, and FanDuel have versions of that now where but you just you're only literally gambling against each other mm-hmm. right which is fine mm-hmm. i think that's kind of what you had in mind it, they do it more like daily fantasy right. versions of that so you would we would all like 10 of us pick players and gamble uh against the, each other and in, in our lineups and seeing who did the best um but i'm sure there's going to be very very many different variations of gambling coming out here because that seems to be the wave of the future and it gets when you do gamble it gets you to watch watch the game that's what i mean that's what they're like gonna we're want. super we're going to be more inclined to watch the chicago bulls play the atlanta hawks mm-hmm. if we have a 100 bucks riding on the game right one way or another right. you know what i mean so i think i i'm you know, I've placed quite a few bets. I bet I bet online from time to time, like I gamble. Um, you know, I did it for the World Cup. I, you know, I'll do it for uh, golf majors. I'm, I put, I fucking, I already put twenty bucks down on my boys Liverpool to take down the English Premier League, which started this last weekend. Go Liverpool, we're number one. We're kicking ass. <laughs> Manchester City, we're coming for you. Kevin De Bruyne is injured. This is for all the people that actually care about soccer that oh, also listen to this not podcast. Me. Yeah, it's going to be very few of you. <clears throat> but if you do care about it, let's fucking go Liverpool. Uh, now, if you saw me in Vegas game, I liked. I don't like to sit at a poker table. I've never sat at a poker table and played. I play blackjack. Blackjack. I, I like sitting at the bar and playing You know, video poker. Video poker. Just so I'm getting my drinks and whatnot. But, drinks for free, baby. But the reason why I sit at the bar and watch video and play video poker is because I can watch all the games. I like to sit in the sports book. I like to bet four, five, six games. I like to bet baseball. I like to parlay. 
I like to spend the whole day just sports booking. Yes, just so I'm not losing all of my money. No, it's like cool. To, you know, and then you're you're involved in the each and it's game. stuff that you're aware about. Like it's you know if if you don't play poker all the time or blackjack all the time and you don't like have a structure to your game, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna lose whatever money you feel like comfortable with losing. But I will bet that oh shit, the over under on LeBron getting 36 tonight. Right. I could I'd like to bet that. And he's one. got 19 at halftime right. and you're like, ah, he the might. prop bets are kind of cool. Yeah, you that's know the stuff I mean? that I love. In game live betting is the shit, right. right? So like that's the fun stuff that I can't wait to have easy access where they they have just like the NBA gamble thing <laughs> on my phone. NBA gamble. Right. You open it up. <laughs> Lakers, there's three seconds left. Will Derek Fisher hit this shot? Yes. <laughs> Squish. Uh, well, the chances of Derek Fisher hitting that would be crazy. That would be that would be like be 40,000 to one, <laughs> maybe 100,000 to one at this stage. Oh, you never know. Fuck, we're, really, a, we're really stretching it now. He could sign a 10-day. Um, but no, everyone wants to hear the most important part. If they're still listening at this point. I, I'd be surprised if we have three or four. If they're still listening at this point, uh, we are getting down to the debate. For those that want to stick around, we are now going to debate the greatest basketball movie of all time. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay. All right, we are back. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, episode 43. The Jack Sigma, the Goldilocks episode. That's Drew. right. That's right. Um, we asked some of our listeners yesterday via uh, D or via Instagram if they had any interesting topics that um, they'd want us to talk about, and somebody hit us up and said, "You guys should talk about the best basketball movie of all time." And I thought that would be kind of nice to talk about because a lot of people have totally different. Obviously, different views on what was the greatest basketball. There's a lot of basketball movies out there. But see, I think there should be, we should be saying basketball film because, and I'm going to say why. Okay. Just because there's a bunch of basketball movies and then there's a lot of good uh, documentaries on basketball. Okay. Which would be a film, which is real, which is, you know what I mean? Like real life. Um, Hoop Dreams was a documentary. I, can, I still consider that a movie. Do you? Yeah. Okay. So. I Because, I mean, that one, I that, it came out in theaters. True. That movie. And so, like, I, and I, you know, yes, it's real life. So it's not it, people. They weren't acting, right? So I guess there's a separation. Yeah, but there. somebody could be like, "Well, the and one mixtape tour, volume three, is my favorite basketball movie." You know what I mean? Could they do that? Sure. Who are we to say? <laughs> All right, let's just dive into this, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's it's no secret in my house. I have my fav my five favorite. You do basketball movies up original movie posters, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just plug, plug of course, for everybody. Um, and my five that are hanging on my wall. Yeah, I've got White Man Can't Jump, Hoop Dreams, Love and Basketball, Above the Rim, and the classic Blue Chips. Blue Chips is so good. <clears throat> that is, <laughs> all of these great films. Oh yeah, every all five of them. All five yeah, of them yeah. are great films. Yeah. Um, a couple ones that that I want to just throw out into the mix before we actually start chipping if, away. At if you these. say Air Bud, I'm going to be really pissed. Well, that is a basketball movie, <laughs> but that's not necessarily the one that I thought. Uh, Coach Carter, right? Uh, Hoosiers, S- Space Jam. Space Jam's a big. Space one. Jam's a basketball movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hoosiers, of course. Right. You have He Got Game. I want to discuss that. He Got Game. Uh, Glory Road. Good one. Glory Road's a good one. Um, 
Finding Forrester, underrated. Don't never saw that. What? Yeah. Wow, dude, watch that movie. Don't even know what that is. Sean Connery. You're the man now, dog. Never Sean Connery. I found a kill for cancer. My dog ate it. That's not terrible. <laughs> Fuck your mother, Trebek. Well, sixty-nine is how I scored with your mother last night. <laughs> I always go. I always go. Sean Connery for the oh, Saturday Night Live. SNL, that was a great one. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> and I can't believe you haven't seen the movie. That's Never. a really good basketball movie. Does Sean, is Sean Connery playing basketball? No, he's. It's actually. It's more. It's more about basketball. Is kind of on the side. It's. Okay. It's. It's a young, talented basketball player who's like also kind of like a genius. And he and he grows up in like so it's like good hunting, but but basketball. Yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess Sean Connery would be the Robin Williams. In, Interesting. in that scenario. That's actually pretty good. You okay. nailed that one. Uh, the Sixth Man. Oh, Whoopi. Fucking hilarious. Whoopi, right? No, no, no. Sixth Man. Oh, that's, that's Eddie. Wayans. Eddie. Eddie. Eddie is Whoopi. Yeah, Marvin. The Wayans brothers. Sean Wayne. No, that's Marlon Wayans. There's two of them. They're both in it. No, there's 37 no, Wayans. No, no, In this movie, in right. the Sixth Man, there's two right. There's two of them. There's okay. so many Wayans brothers. I love that movie. That the Sixth Man was a great one. Mm-hmm. Washington Huskies. That's mm-hmm. where they ended up playing, which was I always thought was strange. And Eddie. Uh, Sunset Park. Sunset Park. What Ooh, time is that's it? That's a good one. It's time to get live. It's time to represent. <laughs> Sunset Park. What time is it? That's the shit right there. And then uh, underrated referee scenes. Oh, stop, stop. That's Billy Crystal. Forget Paris. Forget Paris. That That's, was with Muggsy honestly, Bogues. It's one of my one of my favorite scenes is when he just starts teeing everybody up because he was pissed. He you want to tech? You want to tech? You got to tech. You got to tech too. <laughs> then he looked at Muggsy. You're out of here. He looked at Muggsy and he said. You're the only one I could talk to. <laughs> so I think that's a that's a pretty good like. There's other ones like like oh, terrible. Wasn't Leo in in Basketball Diaries? Basketball right? Diaries, Leo. Right. But like th- those are bad movies. Okay, we're going down the list there. So I'm just saying like that's a pretty good rounding of 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 Classic. basketball movies to choose from. It, I think that's a good list. So I want oh, st- as semi pro. I have to mention semi. We can't forget semi pro. Semi pro is hilarious. So like one of the, probably one of the the best. Like comedy basketball. That's a movies. classic. Such a good movie. That's beating okay. out Eddie and all those other ones. Yeah, 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 definitely. yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, your favorite basketball movie, everybody's going to be different. Right. And the, the, the reason why I have these five in my my house is because each one of these movies resonated with me. Like, I, yeah. I really, as awesome as Hoosiers is, it's a classic, like, but these five are memorable and I can watch it any, like, watch yeah. them all, at all times. Right. And when most people come in my house, basketball fans, they look at it, they ask why he got game isn't on. On one of these posters, yeah. Right. Being that Ray Allen's in the flick, Denzel's in the flick. It's also one of the best basketball movies. Like It is. You know, critically acclaimed it movie. Is. And the, even the soundtrack was so dope. And Everything that. about that movie is good. What killed it, the whole movie, that killed, I know that it was totally based on Stephon Marbury. The whole movie was based on Stephon yep. Marbury. Money Island. Yeah. I mean, minus the part where the dad comes back out of jail. And funny thing that I heard on the Bill Simmons podcast was when they had Denzel on. Yes. Um, they uh, they were talking about he got game. Yeah. And Denzel played. Denzel played Juco ball. He played. No, no, no. He played Fordham. Was, he was a walk on at was Fordham. It, was it that? Where, okay. Yeah. Well, excuse me. Yeah. You listened to that podcast then, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So he had said that, like, was it, was it, was it, uh, Ray Allen didn't think. Denzel can go left, so like he was working on his left for. Denzel said out loud to people that he can't go left. (laughs) Throughout the the preliminaries of their first basketball showdown, when they play one on one, right? He's trying to sandbag Ray Allen so that he would let him go left, 
And the first thing Denzel did when he got the ball was immediately go left. And he got buckets. And he, and he made a layup. And Ray Allen was like, okay. But that's actual footage of them when, the, when they're playing that one-on-one They are game, playing. They're playing one-on-one. They're playing one-on-one. one-on-one. And Denzel was like a Patrick Beverly. Totally. Type of, he Talking was a, shit. He was a, one, a one-two guard just in your face. Defensive. Quick. That was such a great movie. The one, it really was. It's so so. He got game is what we're talking about. We're talking about he got game. Yeah, such a great movie. It covers you know uh, domestic violence. You know that a Shoot. lot of these kids come up with. It's a lot of violence. It, it, it talks about family members uh, mooching off of yep the 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 prospect the chosen of your, one of your family right. It talks about uh, you know women leeching on and trying oh to get you know agents, the street dude you know Pagnati. What I mean? Pagnati was his Mike name. Pagnati. <laughs> Uh, it was what killed it for me was the ending, the ending with the basketball. I just did not that 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 whole fucking thing with the basketball going over the jail. And spoiler like, alert, yeah, if you haven't seen it, if you listen to this podcast, you ain't seen he got game. Like uh, that's what killed it for me. I loved the story. I thought it was. You great. thought that last scene is it what killed, ruined it homie, for you? I'll tell you, dude, it ruined it for me. Oh uh, uh, man, it ruined it for me. I I understand what you're saying. I mean, I would love to ask Spike Lee what he what that was. What he was trying to what say, that symbolized. what that was trying to say in I that moment. I thought that's what Bill Simmons was going to ask Denzel. I thought that was the question that he wanted answered, because um, he said, "I have one question that's been bugging me for fifteen years, or however long it's been." Oh, and that—that's what he went with. Anyways, that's why, and I love Ray Allen, but you know, so that's so that one scene is why he got game does not make it. Doesn't make my okay. Doesn't make my list. So you have your top five. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to make your selection right now? Okay, so it's really hard for me. Yeah. I also feel that he got game was also a, a rip off above the rim, like above the above rim. Above the to rim, me okay. Is the reason when I watched that movie is the reason why I wanted to go to New York and play basketball. When Such I was a, a good kid. movie, great movie. Tupac was phenomenal in yep. it. Uh, Dwayne Martin, who was a real hooper, Leon. That's just his name, Leon, who played. Uh, who that dude been acting forever though. Ever, he's mm-hmm. still acting out here, bro. He still looks like he's forty. And Marlon Wayans, this movie was thirty, damn yeah. thirty years ago. I know. And Marlon Wayans was in the movie. Yeah. Um, it, I just thought it represented the best part of 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 New York basketball and how serious it was out there. You yeah. Know? And if you look at how the Rucker and Dykeman now, like Fat Joe has a team, yeah. Jay Z has a team, and that's kind of what Birdie was doing, right? You know. And now in the Drew League, you got Birdie's Revenge, right. which is Game's team. They right. lost, right? They unfortunately, did. yeah. Game um, got in a fight with his own teammate. His own dude. teammate that shit was wild, bro. See, so the only issue I have with Above the Rim, and it's an issue that I have with most basketball movies, is the the actual gameplay. Like it's the hardest thing to watch. In above the rim when they're playing in a gym that's clearly a fucking oh yeah eight and a half foot rim right. and the court is like it's like it's like one eighth yeah, the size of it. Right. so like and most like especially like he got game or not he, I'm sorry um, white man can't jump when when Woody at the end when Woody Harrelson two hand slams the alley oop like it's clear that the rim is lowered right. so like I think that's a big thing for me like the criteria. For top five, top three, top one movie for me, I like realistic gameplay, which I know is very hard. But there's a whole reason, like why I I think Basketball Diaries is the worst <laughs> fucking <laughs> basketball movie ever made, is because the gameplay in that movie is a tro- It's it's laughable. It's like it's like the fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh God, that was uh, games. The games that they played in those. It's like, <laughs> what are we even doing out here? 
Hey, bro, Hollywood sets are small. Yeah, so I do. I love Above the Rim. Tupac was amazing. What is that? So is that your pick? Is no, it? no. Oh, okay. I'm saying that I think He Got Game was a rip off Above the Rim. Gotcha. Um, in some form or fashion. That's what it was. My two, my top two. Yeah. Is Hoop Dreams, yeah. which is obvious. I remember when it came out and I kind of had... That was so cool. It was great. And I you know, I know, I know Arthur Agee. I got to work with Arthur Agee, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. On the 20-year anniversary of um, Hoop Dreams coming out, I got to work with Arthur in Chicago. I got to see where he was from. I got to play with him, yeah. which was really cool. Um, but that, I mean, that film took five years to make, six years to make. Because it was an actual documentary. Right. And you see... Just how hard it was for these kids in the inner in the inner city. I mean, dude, there were scenes where they didn't have electricity. They're using candles. You know, yeah. This dude had to bus three hours to get to practice. His dad was out there getting buying drugs, right? While Buy- he was playing on the courts, it's like unbelievable. Hoop Dreams was great. Number one favorite movie of all time. White Man Can't Jump. Nothing beats White Man Can't Jump. It's a jump. great movie. You got comedy. You got basketball. It's entertaining. You got Rosie Perez, and she was so hot. Bro, that's about as you hot as she's... You lost all our fucking money, Billy? Uh, this is the you hot- lost all our fucking money? <laughs> what is the quiche? <laughs> what- <laughs> the Jeopardy answer. What is the quince? Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> no, that was... I think that's Words the Words that start with the letter Q. <laughs> um, so that's your favorite one. And that's a really good movie. It's, that's that's a very solid pick. It's iconic, dude. It's a great it's iconic. movie. That is it's the- a very quotable movie, as we're as we're discussing many. right now. Sizzler, yeah. take me to Sizzler. <laughs> We go to Sizzler. We go to Sizzler. And people still say that to this day. Oh yeah, um, a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> it's iconic in the sense of it's 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 what '90s basketball and culture yeah. embodies. That whole movie embodies it, dude. You when you watch it, you look at you look at what Wesley what Wesley's wearing. Yeah, what the hat the hat right the, the hat, hat which the was hat. the speedo hat. But I'm talking about like the kicks. Oh, everything. You're looking yeah. at <clears throat> our boy Ron Beal. R.I.P. He died this week. Venice Beach legend is in that yeah. movie. And he's wearing spandex shorts. Yep. You know, his nuts are hanging like out. Biker shorts. Biker shorts. Um, but they're playing in Watts. You know, they're playing all over the place. There's a scene where they're all watching Magic. You know, they're watching a Laker game at Wesley's house. And, you mm-hmm. know, Magic's playing. It just embodies all of the 90s and what I grew up loving. And like Above the Rim, White Man Can't Jump is the reason why I wanted to go to Venice Beach and play basketball. Yeah. So, hands down. Nobody's ever, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right, right now. Yeah, the original movie poster in my house. Yes, and the quote is a replica movie poster. Good, dude. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. That's a really good. That's a really good one. So we are forgetting love and basketball. We are forgetting love and basketball. It's up there. That's that's not like a. uh, I love that movie. That I mean, that's probably in my top five. Uh, so yeah, like I said already, like criteria for for a good basketball movie, you have to have at least semi decent game footage. So Hoosiers is in there for me because it's easy to reproduce, you know, fucking thirties, forties, fifties basketball because everyone was moving that slow. So it actually looks kind of realistic. Uh, Finding Forrester, a movie that you haven't Never seen, seen it. is definitely one of my favorite movies. Okay, I do love Blue Chips, but He Got Game is in there from my number three. Love and Basketball is probably in there also. And I, I coach Carter. I like I like Coach Carter. So the way that I choose my favorite movie is is based on something that you brought up already. Is like if it's on TV, I will I will never pass it up. I'll be I'll like oh my god, it's a, it, the movie's on. I'm gonna check it out right now. Or the most the one that I could watch the most without having to be like I I don't like this movie anymore. So with those I dude it 
it's probably got to be He Got Game or Finding Forrester. It's those two, you gotta man. Got to pick, Drew. And I've never seen it, so I can't. I can't. Finding Forrester is really good. I, it's got to be He Got Game because that was the first time when I saw that movie. I was pretty young, so like the fact that it was rated R and it seemed pretty realistic and it was a movie about more than basketball, but basketball at the center. Uh, it was always about, it was about being recruited, which is something I, I, as at a young age, I wanted to experience some of the shit that Jesus Shuttlesworth goes through, like getting 10 grand from the coach and like naked chicks on college campuses, Rick Fox leading you into a dorm room that just has two bombshells waiting for you on a, on a waterbed. Did you think that was going to happen? I did. I I mean, Rick Fox optional, but, (laughs) but yeah, it's certainly the waterbed with the, with the two cheerleaders. But yeah, dude, I think yeah, he got games got to be my favorite movie because there's never there's never a moment where that's that's on where I won't go. Oh, boom. You got to watch it. I will watch it. And and even if it's at the end cuz the beginning is great where they where they're transporting him out of jail and he's sick and he, and and he's he got to get the Pepto-Bismol and he said if you if you if you throw up on my floor I'm going to make you lick it up or whatever. Mm. Like the the whole idea that he goes shopping for Jays while he's got that was cool. the uh, arthritic condition, as they say. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, my cousin's got that. That's going around. It's going around Coney Island these days. All of those are very iconic. It's, so it's, He Got Game is He you. Got Game is my movie. I mean, I think those are good picks. Yeah. I'm not mad at anybody that says He Got Plus, Game is... Travis Best is in it. Like, you got you got a lot of dudes. Walter McCarty. Yeah. John Wallace. Uh-huh. Travis Best is There's one more. There's one more on that team? Yeah. Was there a white boy on the team? Nope. No, it was John Wallace, <laughs> Walter McCarty, Travis Best, and who? It was one other. Big boy. It was a big boy. It was a big boy. I forget his name. Anyway. That, who it was, is it, Drew? I don't know his who name. I don't remember for? his name. God, now I need to know this. I don't remember his name. It's the big boy. I oh. swear to God, we can see his face right now. But yeah, dude, that, that's... That, honestly, Blue Chips, though. We didn't even get into Blue Chips. I love Blue Chips. Neon Bodo. Boudreaux, Boudreau, 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 and Penny. This is why they had. This is why Penny uh, got drafted by the Magic was because of Blue Chips. It was such a good movie. Nick Nolte was key in that, and it was about UCLA, kind of, sort of. And that was, Baron, you know, that was talking about Baron Davis, Shea Cotton type shit. That yeah, was supposed all, to be UCLA. All three of them got paid. Mm-hmm. It was a great. Well, that was there. They were these guys weren't getting paid. They were getting paid. But all yes. three, no, all three of the recruits in the movie get paid. What was the white boy's name? Ricky. Yeah, Ricky Hatton or some shit like that. <laughs> but Ricky, Ricky's dad wanted a brand new John Deere tractor, That's right? Because he's from wanted. Indiana. And a right? thousand cat. Penny's mom wanted a house and a job. Got it done. And what did Shaq? Shaq's, I just, I think they just wanted money and like a Lexus. Wasn't that it? Like he got a Lexus and like 20 grand. <laughs> he got, he got, he got uh, played, dude. But like the scene where they go down to see Shaq and he's like, in the, you have to like get on a boat into the bayou and, and he's, he's playing like, barn. he's in a barn that doesn't, right. that has a, like a, a foam breakaway rim. He was just, that rim just was half just court. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great thing. And there's, and there's 200 people that made it to this barn to watch Shaq play three on three against five, in the middle foot of seven, a swamp. against five foot seven white guys <laughs> where all he's doing is turning and dunking the ball. I'll tell you this out of all the movies we just discussed right now, that is the movie I'd want to watch right now. Blue chips is a fantastic. That's film. what I want. Nick Nolte just getting drunk and making tough decisions. Trying to stand up to the boosters. Penny, Penny couldn't act for shit in that. Uh, neither could Shaq, but at least Shaq had charisma. And he played himself, though. I mean, Penny could have done better job, right. I think. But anyway, dude, that that movie, that movie was so cool. I remember the very first time I saw that movie. So Drew, Drew has uh, he got game. Yeah, Clips has White Man Can't. Jump. I have to make one honorable oh. mention. My oh. dad's favorite movie. It's called One on One. Now, people, this is a 1970s 
basketball movie. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was even like made for TV. This is not like a big 70s movie release. Some of the very first, like other than Hoosier's first movie about this kid who's like a hotshot point guard coming out of high school, goes to a, a solid program, and and it and it gives you a taste of like what it was like to go to college in those days where as a freshman you were like hazed and you right. you were expected to wait your turn to go play behind the seniors and juniors and the guys the upperclassmen that they were that were there before you and the way that everything switches like your coach is a dick even though you're on scholarship you're still not shit kind mm-hmm. of a thing and you have to earn your spot and my dad uh, always relates to that movie because he he came up in that era and played college ball. Was so, it a white boy? Wh- oh yeah, of course. oh yeah, white boy with the mop top, dude, the high socks. Like I'm yeah. talking, like Converse on the shoes. Yeah. Like check that out. One on one. I think it was done in like 1978. I have it right here. Uh, but I don't know how you can watch this movie anymore because it, like I said, it was in the 70s. Uh, let me see if I can. Here it is. N- 1977. The movie's just called One on One, and. Uh, it's there's a really good scene in that. I don't want to spoil anything. There's a scene where they actually give him a little bit of like a, a upper, like give him like a, a version of speed. <laughs> one game, one practice, uh, and he just kind of loses his mind. It's 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 entertaining if you can get past the the nineteen seventy seven. I got two honorable mentions then. Okay, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. <laughs> this just came to my head. Teen Wolf. <laughs> Teen Wolf with some with. Uh, uh, Chubbs. You remember Chubbs? Uh-huh. How did he make the varsity team? Right. And we cannot forget Kevin Bacon in the air up there. <laughs> Kevin that, Bacon. That, that, was, that was Kevin Bacon, wasn't it? Shit. Where he goes to Africa and finds a dude in the Zulu tribe. That, that was plays. that was Kevin Such Bacon. Such a racist movie, dude. Outrageous. Was, was that Manute Bull? Did Manute Bull? No, was he in that movie? No. Is that Akeem? I think that's what it was based on. But yeah, yeah, Such yeah. a racist flick. Hey, hit us up. Let us know who your uh what your favorite basketball movie is tell us if we're full of shit yeah, and if out. like mike was your favorite basketball movie then let us know no don't let us don't know let because us know we that. don't we don't want we don't want, we don't accept that <laughs> yeah if you say bow wow was the best actor <laughs> out of all the people we just mentioned so follow through with clips of you yep we'll be back with episode 44 next week i hope something happens by then <laughs> we're ghosts if man is the father of the son is the center of the earth in the middle of the universe then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed don't freestyle much but i write them like such Word. amongst the fiends controlled by the screens what does it all mean all this shit i'm seeing <laughs> human beings screaming vocal javelins sign of a local nigga unraveling uh-huh. my wandering got my ass wondering with crisis and all this crisis hating satan never knew what nice is check the papers well i bet on isis more than your eye can see and ears can hear Year by year, all the sense disappears. Nonsense perseveres, prayers laced with fear. Beware, two triple A's. It might feel good, it might sound a little something. But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing. What is game? Who got game? Where's the game in life? Behind the game, behind the game. I got game, she got game, we got game, they got game, he got game. It might feel good, it might sound a little something. But fuck the game if it ain't saying